Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. I am Nairby on Twitter and Instagram, Do on Twitch. I am also Nairby presenting the very last episode ever of Bayside Buddy, as today we are going to cover the final three episodes of Saved by the Bell. We're skipping two clip shows because there's no point in, in, in reviewing clip shows when we already reviewed the, the clips that they're showing. Hence, clip shows. So today we're going to be checking out Saved by the Bell Seasons 4, Episodes 23, 24, and 26. This, the episodes that we're skipping are the uh, Best Summer of My Life episode, where Zach reminisces about his summer at Malibu Sands, and the Time Capsule episode, where the future Bayside students check out a video of the or OG Bayside students, and we see a bunch of clips. So yeah, deal with it. But this is the final episode. You're all going to have to move on to something else. There's always more to see at Cereal or hear it and see at CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. Just saying. Everybody's coming back. My original random podcast. Just saying. All right, but let's get on with it. Starting with Saved by the Bell Season 4, Episode 23, entitled Slater's Friend. Air date November 28th, 1992. And we start in speech class. And it's freshman year, so this is another one that was recorded much earlier and then aired way, way out of uh, out of a timeline. And uh, the days we're in speech class, and the day's topic is my best friend. Slater goes first, and he talks about how his best friend is his chameleon Artie, which he brought to school with him. And some of the students go, "Oh, I don't go. I'm not a fan of reptiles. Doesn't matter what kind they are. Reptiles just." Yeah, not a fan at all. Anyway, except for crocodiles. I like watching videos of crocodiles uh, uh, doing their thing as zebras and wildebeest try to cross their territory. Yeah, I like those videos, but yeah, anyway. Anyway, we then go to the max, where Slater shows off some some tricks that he, well, finger quote, tricks that he taught Artie, like rubbing noses together. Slater asks Zach if he wants to hold Artie, and Zach turns him down, saying he'd rather hold something cute. As he puts his arm around Kelly, and she quickly removes it. So Zach and Kelly were not an, an item yet in this episode when they filmed this one. Slater says that Artie found him when his dad was stationed in the Philippines, and he's the only friend he's traveled everywhere with. Slater then asks Screech to take care of Artie while Slater goes to San Diego for the weekend, and Screech accepts. And the reason Slater asks Screech is because Screech is an animal insect person. Slater and Screech leave together. After Lisa leaves in disgust from all the arty talk, Kelly goes to leave and she asks Jesse to come with her, and Jesse doesn't know why, until Kelly reminds Jesse that she's supposed to help her with her speech that night, and Jesse says that she forgot, and now she's got to attend a protest with her mother. Zach sees the opportunity and offers to help Kelly with uh, her speech, and Kelly is a little, you know, little, you know, what are you on? What are you, what's, what's up, Zach? And, but she eventually accepts. We then go to Zach's bedroom where he shows up the life-sized cardboard cutout of Kelly in her volleyball gear that he's got that we've all seen a time or two. There is then a knock at the door and Zach is ready to welcome Kelly. He hides the Kelly cutout under his bed. He opens the door to welcome his beauty and it's none other than Screech, the beauty himself. <laughs> and Screech tells Zach that he needs to watch Artie because Screech's animals are trying to eat him. Kelly then arrives and Zach gives her info on public speaking. He tells her to find something to focus on while she's speaking and he suggests himself. 
Then he suggests a short greeting when Jesse pops in from Zach's window. And Zach tries to kick her out as Jesse says that the car ran out of gas on the way to the protest. And her mom refuses to get more because she's one of those environmental people. So now Jesse can help Kelly after all, and she takes her away, much to Zach's dismay. So you see, this for me is when Zach was tolerable. There was only one girl on his radar, and he was he kept uh, uh, courting her. And then we all know what happened throughout the the their t- tenure at Bayside, and Zach became a giant douche. <laughs> we then go to the following Monday at Bayside as Zach is looking for Slater. Hey Lisa, have you seen Slater? He's supposed to be back today. No, and get that thing away from me. The only time I come this close to lizard skin is when Ann Klein puts a buckle on it. Hi. Hey, guys. Oh, is that little Artie? Open the box. I want to say good morning. Okay, okay, be quiet. He's still sleeping. He stayed up late last night to watch Godzilla on TV. <laughs> oh, he looks so peaceful when he sleeps. Oh, please, you're going gaga over something that burps bugs. <laughs> I think he looks a little pale. Maybe he's sick. Why would he be sick? Hey, Screech, come here. Take a peek at Artie. Does he look any different to you? No. See? Except for the fact that he's dead. (laughs) Artie's dead? I love it. I love how Screech just nonchalantly says that Artie's dead. (laughs) Other than the fact that he's dead. (laughs) And we then go to commercial after which we continue the previous scene as everyone starts to panic and they begin blaming themselves. Jessie blames herself because she said that she left a window open, which probably caused Artie to catch a cold. Kelly blames herself because she put Artie too close to a hot desk lamp. Screech blames himself for leaving Artie with Zack. And I blame the writers because it was supposed to be Screech looking after Artie and then Zack. So I don't know when Kelly and Jessie came into the picture, but... Alright, anyway. (sighs) Slater then shows up and he wants to see Artie. Because he missed him. And just the way he was going on, it was, it's. I have a cat, Sally, my kitty. She's literally right beside me on the couch, sleeping in her shoebox. I've had her for 13 years now, okay? I miss my cat when I'm gone for a long time, and when I get home, I just want to snuggle with her and play with her. I, I, I don't understand how you can get, get that way about a lizard or a chameleon like Slater did here, but he... It was as if this this chameleon was a dog or something to Slater. Just I didn't get it, but I'm not I'm not a reptile person, so what you gonna do? <sighs> anyway, but before Slater greeted Zack and Screech in the hall, Slater went and checked the school payphone, the coin return slot for change, which I thought was funny. <laughs> just that was just so random. Just Slater walking over to the payphone. Sticking his finger in the, in the little slot to see if there's any money there. I, I, I liked that. That's just a very subtle little bit I found uh, pretty funny. Slater then asks Zach where Artie is, and Zach says that Artie is at his house sleeping, meaning Zach's house. And Slater suggests that they ditch class to go get Artie. And Zach quickly suggests going home to get Artie and bringing him to Slater at the max instead. Slater agrees, and he thanks Zach for Artie sitting. And we then twirly wipe to Zack and Screech at the max, waiting for Slater. And they've bought a replacement Artie to pawn off as the real Artie that they got from a pet shop. Slater arrives and Zack hands the fake Artie over. And Slater's all excited. Until Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse arrive. And they've also brought a replacement Artie. 
Slater sees this in the ad. He asks what the hell's going on. They all try to come up with an excuse, and they eventually turn to Zack. And Zack tries to tell Slater that, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not good. But Slater suggests first that Zack just lost Artie in his room. And he says he'll go to Zack's house after wrestling practice to help him look for Artie. As Slater is still, it's, it's, I, I, it was just weird, just weird, but... I mean, there are people out there who really love their reptiles. But I, I don't get it. What can you do with them? You can't, you can't toss a ball and have them chase it. They, they just sit there, <laughs> as far as I know. Anyway, Slater leaves, and the rest of the group start to worry about how Slater will react when he finds out that Artie is dead, and we get a classic Saved by the Bell dream sequence. So the witness can take a good look at Witness? What witness? Artie. You remember me? The guy in the shoebox with the stiff neck. I know my rights. What's the charge? Reptilicide! Killing our friend's chameleon! Yeah, yeah, he's guilty. Give him a lifetime of solitary confinement. <laughs> or maybe the charge is leaving a poor defenseless chameleon in the path of a drafty window. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm still dead, toots. <laughs> Put her on ice for a long time. What was the crime leaving Artie here under the relentless heat of a desk lamp? It was a soft white bulb, sir. She always was a hot little number. Gonna fry for this, baby. (laughs) Or was it just dirty looks that did him in? Her looks could kill. Oh, please forgive me. I'll never wear lizard skin again. Sorry. It's polyester for you, princess. The real crime is not what you did, but what you didn't do. You didn't tell Slater the truth. Well, sir, we didn't want to hurt him. I mean, maybe we were wrong, but... What else could we do? Really, man, I miss the dream sequences. They were in, they were in almost every episode of the first two seasons, and then just gone. I mean, they had they, they had like one or two, or just one again in season three or four. But these were a big part of uh, of of just classic Saved by the Bell, and, and just gone. That's not cool at all, man. Not cool at all. Boo. Anyway, we then go to Slater arriving at Zack's house. He starts looking for Artie and calling out to him. Seriously, like, come here, Artie. Like, here, Artie. Here, Artie. Like, all right. Anyway, Slater looks under Zack's bed, and he finds the life-size cutout of Kelly. And Zack tells Slater that it came with his wallet. (laughs) Slater continues to look for Artie when the rest of the gang arrive. What's everybody doing here? Slater. Something happened to Artie while you were gone. What do you mean? What, is he sick? Hurt? 
I'm sorry, Slater. About what? It's just a dead lizard. Got it. Hit the showers. Again, I just don't understand how anyone can get attached to a lizard like Slater did. But that's just me. I'm, it's just this little thing. It's not like it's a big iguana. It's 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 a lizard you hold in the palm of your hand, and it, it just sits there, eating flies. I, I don't I don't. But but then again, Slater, he you know, he was moving around a lot, and I guess well, some people have imaginary friends, and Slater has Artie. I guess anyway. But you can't play with them. I don't get it. But to each their own, I guess. Anyway, then got a commercial break after which. We're back in speech class where the teacher announces that it's, the teacher announces that it's, quote, doll face Kapowski's turn. Something you cannot say now. <laughs> you cannot have a high school teacher referring to a high school girl as doll face in class. You can't. It's just it's just the rule. It's the law now. All right. Don't do it. Kelly talks about how her best friend is her dog. While Slater heckles her from his seat, saying that pets can't be best friends. And the teacher is not happy as Slater continues to cause problems and get out of line. And the teacher finally sends Slater to Belding's office. And we then go to Belding's office where Belding is shocked at finding out about Slater's behavior. And Slater doesn't budge when Belding wants to know what's up. And Zach arrives with Screech and they explain Artie's death and apologize to Slater again. Belding asks Zack and Screech to leave, and he then sits down with Slater, and he tells him about a couple of birds that he had with a, as a kid, and how one of them flew away when he accidentally left the cage door open. The birds were named Sonny and Cher. He said that Sonny left and Cher stayed. <laughs> so Sonny went on, or sorry, Cher, no, Cher left while Sonny stayed. So Cher went on to be something, and Sonny stayed and took dumps on newspaper. <laughs> Slater opens up. And he says that he really misses Artie. And he gives Belding a big bear hug and Belding is, feels sore from it. Slater releases and he says that he's starting to feel better. And then Belding suggests that they have a funeral for Artie. And Slater accepts. He agrees. He just let's do it. And we then go to the awesome Artie funeral. Where Zach acts as the head funeral guy, if, if that's what they're called. And Lisa is the first to take the podium to say a few words, and she says that Artie was a gentle soul, and he was color-coordinated. Then the speech teacher uh, takes to the podium and talks about how he never met Artie or knew Artie, but he will be making a donation to an animal cause in Artie's honor. Zach then announces that Screech has written a special song for Artie, which will be sung by Jesse as Screech plays the mini keyboard... And Dustin Diamond does his best to not legit break out laughing. I loved this. A Screech has written a song about Artie that Jesse will now sing.
That was so beautiful. <laughs> and it gave me a little sad feeling watching Dustin Diamond try to stay in character while Jesse sang. I mean, he 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 did the little grin and the little smirk, but you can tell, man, he wanted to laugh his ass off. Uh, gone but not forgotten, brother. Dustin Diamond. Zach then asks if anybody else wants to say anything, and Slater says that he would like to say something. Artie? Pal? I don't know what to say. Except, I miss you. You were my best buddy. For a long time, you were my only buddy. But now, I realize I have friends who care about me as much as you did. Don't worry about me, Artie. I'll be okay. Here. Take this with you. (laughs) Goodbye, Artie. That concludes the ceremony. The procession will now continue to the boys' bathroom for burial at sea. <laughs> oh, Artie boy, the buzz, the buzz are buzzing. There's gnats and ants, mosquitoes on the fly. Oh, I love that they all sang. What a great song. <laughs> but I love Jesse's solo. I prefer Jesse's solo performance overall as Screech performs the, the keyboards. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Anyway, that was Slater's Friend. As we're getting closer to the end, and we move on to Season 4, Episode uh, 24, entitled School Song. Air date November 29th, 1992, and we start at the max... And we're back in current time, well, current then time. And Zach arrives and he tells us that it won't be long until he graduates. And they're at the max. And he then joins Slater, Lisa, and Screech and Tori, as yes, this is a Tori episode. And they all sit in the booth as they try to come up with a senior gift to give to the school. And Lisa says that it should be a lasting gift, as last year the senior class got the school a VCR. Totally dating this show. A VC- I still have a VCR, but it's not hooked up. <laughs> VCR. Man, remember those things. Damn. Yeah, I, I, well, I still have a VCR, as I said, because I have a bunch of VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, VCRs. Damn. Remember those were big back in the day. Remember when it was VHS versus beta? And VHS 1 and... Uh, be Kind Rewind. Anyway, Screech says... That they should just get the school. Well, since that you know they've got a they got the school has a VCR, they should simply get the school the complete Gilligan's Island series, <laughs> which is funny because back in this day, they didn't they were not re- releasing sh- TV shows in their entirety on video. I mean that didn't come out until the DVD era. I've got I've got several TV shows 
in their entireties on box sets. Saved by the Bell being one of them. I got Seinfeld. I got a bunch of South Park. All South Parks that are available on DVD Blu-ray. I got them. Family Guy. I got a ton. I've got such a massive, amazing Blu-ray DVD uh, collection that anyone who's old enough remembers back in the mid-90s, they came out with multi-disc DVD players where you can put five DVDs into one machine and program it to play whatever disc you want in whatever order. I wish they still had those now, but that also played Blu-ray because I could legit have my own 24-hour TV network in my house. I could make, I mean, I work in the media. That's what I do, okay? I, I program channels to air while we, we the, the, if, for those of you who still have cable or satellite, you're sitting at home watching. There's people in a building putting that those playlists together and airing them. That's what I do, along with editing and animation. So, oh, I wish they would bring back multi-disc, but eh, what you gonna do? Uh, thank you for slamming the door out in the hall. All right. Anyway, um, so Screech says they should get the Gilligan Island series, and they, nobody likes the idea. Tori asks for other. Tori asks for other ideas, and. Then the group start ripping on Zack for being a goof-off during his time at Bayside. And Zack isn't too happy about it. And we then go to music class where the students are singing the school song. And it it sounds boring and outdated as the students are not uh, inspired at all. And neither is the music teacher. Class ends and then Lisa suggests that the senior gift can be writing a new school song. Which is good. And everyone agrees and Zack agrees to help. And we then go to Belding's office where a meeting is being held regarding the new school song suggestion. So, Mr. Belding, the senior gift committee is agreed. We want to give Bayside a new school song. Yes, a day without music is like a day without trigonometry. You're so poetic, Louise. I wish I could be you. <laughs> so, Mr. Belding, what do you think of the idea? You know, AC, I... Well, what a surprise. Zach Morris is late for a committee meeting. Um, I'm really sorry, sir, but I was just... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. You were rescuing a troop of Girl Scouts from a burning cookie factory. (laughs) Ten bucks. What's this for? I might as well give it to you now. It'll spare you the trouble of conning me out of it later. (laughs) Look, I don't want your money. Hey, I'll take it. Zach's ripped me off so many times, I figure he owes me. All right, all right, that's enough. If we keep talking about all the trouble Zach's caused, you'll all be here another four years. Lisa, I think a new school song will make a wonderful senior gift. Meeting's adjourned. Hey, come on, Zach, let's go work on the song. You know, Screech, no one wants to be remembered as the school's biggest goof-off. What I need to do is figure out a way to clear my name. The only way you can clear your name is to change it. (laughs) This is a great thing you're doing. Bayside will always be grateful to the composers of its school song. All right. I'll see you guys. But if I write that school song alone, Bayside will remember me as a great guy, not a jerk. So Zach seems really not happy about the reputation he built for himself. During his four years at Bayside. Not that not that he dating half the female population. You know, not about that, but about how he was about how he was a degenerate. <sighs> he I mean he did get the highest SAT score, but 
You know, that, that doesn't mean you, that you can't also be a goof-off. Anyway, we then go to music class, where the gang is showing one another what they've come up with for the new school song, and Slater is first on the piano, and he performs a little little riff, and Lisa says it's okay, but she has a different version of the same tune, and Lisa performs her bit, which is a bit more upbeat than the version that Slater had, and or that Slater had just played, and... Zack then whispers into Slater's ear that Slater's version was fine, and Lisa will wreck the song just out of pure jealousy. Slater agrees, he then turns to Lisa and says that he prefers his version of the song. Lisa, you know, contests a little with the, her, her facial image, but she says, fine. She gets up and gives Slater the piano seat back, and he starts playing his version of the song again as Zack now whispers in Lisa's ear... That Slater's being really stubborn, and he's just trying to take over. And it was your idea, Lisa. Lisa agrees. And she goes to Slater and tells Slater that that the song was her idea, and Slater's just trying to take over. <laughs> I liked this. It was funny. Slater then calls Lisa jealous, as Zach then whispers to Screech, don't, you, don't, don't they care about what you think? Screech then agrees. And he asks Lisa... Don't you care what I think? <laughs> Zach then whispers to Tori that he can't work like this. And Tori instantly gets up and she says that she can't work like this. And <laughs> she storms out. <laughs> Slater, Lisa, and Screech quickly follow as now the gang are at each other's throats. And Zach then sits down at the piano and he plays a little riff and we get a commercial break after which... We are in the halls of Bayside where Zach discovers Screech performing a Bayside song on a xylophone, a little mini one, to the tune of Home on the Range. And Screech tells Zach that he's just going to write a school song and enter the contest himself. And Zach then turns to us, the audience, and tells us that he has nothing to worry about if Screech is his only competition. And that's when Lisa arrives and she's got a guitar and she's performing her entry for a new school song. And she is entering as well herself. She came in saying, B, B-A-Y-S-I-D-E, I'm a singer, you and me. Not, not, that's not how it went, but it went, she spelled Bayside. As she, I don't know if she, I, I, I don't think she was actually playing guitar. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe she was, I don't know. I think she was really singing though, and then uh, Lark Voorhees did have a pretty good voice if that was her actually singing. Louise the Nerd Girl then arrives, and she's playing the accordion as she's coming, trying to come up with her own song, and... She's followed by a nerd guy, Big Sylvester, and he's got he's got a large bass drum on his chest, a gazoo in his mouth, and cymbals attached to his legs to perform as a one-man band. <laughs> and so there's a big ruckus going on in the halls of Bayside, which means one thing. It means that Belding arrives and he wants to know what is going on here. Lisa tells Belden that everyone is working on their their ent- entries for a new school song when Slater and Tori appear and they tell everyone that they are working together on a song and they're going to win. And Zach then suggests that everyone can perform their songs over the PA on Friday and give everyone in school a chance to hear them and the seniors that can then vote make a decision. Don't know why the whole school can't vote, but I guess if it's the seniors' gift, then let the seniors decide. Belding agrees to this and tells everyone to get back to class. Students begin to leave and Tori stops. And she's got Slater with her, but that doesn't matter because he didn't say nothing here. And Tori stops to commend Zach on his idea. 
And Zach tells Tori that he's turned a new leaf. And he loves contests. Tori and Slater leave, and then Zach then turns to us and tells us that he especially loves contests that are easy to fix. So right down to the end, man, Zach is uh, being an ass. I mean, this whole point is to prove that he's not a goofball, and look what he's doing. <laughs> we then twirly wipe to Zach on the piano in music class, and he's rigged the piano to play one of the chords off-key, as it's now time for the contest over the PA, and Zach quickly runs out of the room. You're going to love this song, Mr. B. Well, it's up to the seniors to judge. Get ready. <clears throat> Hello again. Now here is Tori Scott and A.C. Slater with their song, Bayside Will Remember. <laughs> the football game we almost won The prom where we had so much fun Can all those days be coming to an end, end? <laughs> Play the right chords. I am. You're not. You're wrecking my song. Your song? I wrote more of it than you did. Fine, then you sing it. I quit. Now, I know this seems pretty low, but if I want to be remembered as a great guy, can't take any chances. <laughs> Our next song is Bayside My Home by Screech Powers. I can relax. He'll sink himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love Slater singing off key here. It was very well done, but especially well done, Screech. I said it before, I'll say it a million times. There is no Saved by the Bell without Dustin Diamond as Screech. The end. And it will be continuing. It's now Zach's turn to perform his song. And now here's Zach Morris with our final song. Thanks, Mr. B. All right, Bayside, let's rock. Terrible. Awful. Awful. I mean, a, a school song should be something that, that when, you, when you think of it, long after your school time is done, you look up into the sky and, 
and you take a deep breath through your nose, stick out your chest and say, yep, it's my song. Zach's song sucked, the end. We then twirly wiped to building announcing the results, which is a tie between Zach and Screech. And Zach is shocked at the tie and Belding says that they can perform their songs at the Glee Club concert on Saturday. And the one with the most votes wins. Zach then tells us that he can win as long as he can secure the nerd or the dork vote, as he called it. Louise the dork is then escorted down the stairs by two dork guys. And they offer to carry her books for her. So they walk off with her books. Zach then grabs a... Well, he didn't grab... Uh, uh, Louise, he stops her from leaving with him, with the dorks and Zach asks Louise if she'd like to have lunch with him she melts and she happily accepts and we get a commercial break after which we're at the max where Zach and Louise are on their date Louise is having a great time and Zach says or, or she tells Zach that she would have voted for his song if she knew what a sweetheart he was Zach asks her if she can help him get the nerd votes in order to beat Screech, and Louise says that she will, as long as Zach gives her a kiss. Zach reluctantly gives her gives Louise a long but very stiff kiss on the lips. As uh, Slater, Lisa, and Tori arrive and see what's going on, they then realize that Zach is trying to buy the nerd vote, and they come up with an idea to foil him. And we then twirly wipe back to back at Bayside where Louise asks three nerd guys to vote for Zack and they say that they will. Slater then arrives and tells the nerds that uh, the nerd dudes that they must be worried about Zack and Louise because soon all the nerd girls will be dating cool guys. And the nerds hear this and they panic. They then head off to the nerd cave to f- tell their fellow nerds. <laughs> One of these nerds was Big Pete. I love Big Pete. <laughs> Uh, we then twirly wipe to music class where the students are practicing Screech's song and it's not doing so well as Screech is acting like a bit of a dictator Slater, Tori, and Lisa tell Screech that they want to help him win and they give him some changes that they made Screech doesn't like the changes and he says that it's he says that it's not his song at all they then tell Screech that they kept some of his stuff in and Screech accepts and he accepts their help, and we then go on to the Glee Club concert night. And backstage at the concert, Zach, uh, no, Slater, uh, he, he has poured some pure lemon extract into a drink for Zach. And Zach shows up, and he, Slater, Jess, Jesse, Tori, and Lisa all drink as friends as they agree to all put on a good performance. Zach takes the drinks, and he says that this stuff is really sour. And it is then time to go on stage and perform. Now our first song. It's called Cool School. I don't know where he got that title. I keep the thermostat at 70. (laughs) Uh, Here to sing his song with our own glee club, Zach Morris. But you know that they don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. Yeah, I'm wrong. Going to the plane. Where are you to be? 
Cool school, sort of. Our Glee Club will return with the second song at the close of assembly. Let me tell you, I'm a big fan of sour, sour flavor, especially like in, in candy and stuff. And I've had some really sour candy that that felt like they they they're so sour that they 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 somehow lock your mouth shut. So I can identify with Zach here as a a big fan. Try those extreme sour um um sa- warheads or air- airheads. They're sour they're I think they're airheads, but they're the extreme sour man. Crazy, but I love them. <sighs> so, anyway, we then twirly wipe to backstage where the group confesses that they sabotaged Zack for what he did and they give him a drink in order to help him recover from his sour attack and he accepts that he messed up. And he asks for forgiveness, and they say, no problem, we all know you're a douche. <laughs> and it's now time to perform Screech's song, and Zach asks if, these, if, if he can join them, and they say, sure. Screech then arrives, and he's not happy with, the, with even more changes that have been done into his song until Slater tells Screech that they left a lot of his content in. Like the word like, well, no, 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 like the word the, and, it, and Bayside. <laughs> ah, and Screech is like happy about this He's like okay cool Because Screech is awesome <laughs> And they then head off to perform Maestro It seems like only yesterday We started But soon we'll put away Our books and pens We'll go on with our lives Once we have parted Okay, here's the here's the thing. This song did sound very good. It's a very good school song. But you watch this. This looked it, it sounded good, but the visual looked so wrong to me, okay? Because Jesse and Kelly were not there. All right? Tori was there. Sorry Tori, but you were in like less than 10 episodes. And a bunch of the stuff that they said that they mentioned in this song, you weren't even there for hardly any of it. So it, it looks so wrong. But all right, Jesse and Kelly should have been there. Just saying. 
We got the credits ended. It's still an overall good episode. I like this episode a lot. But that is the end of the Tori universe as we now move on to the final episode of Say by the Bell, the OG series. Season 4, episode 26, entitled Graduation. Air date May 22nd, 1993. So this episode, the finale, aired like six months after the previous episode. So there was a six-month gap. This is according to uh, Saved by the Bell wiki. So maybe it's wrong. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, we start at the max where students are looking at Bayside yearbooks and the original gang arrived. The original meaning Jesse, Kelly, Lisa, and the originals. And they're celebrating their f- having written their final exams. And I, I remember yearbook. Yearbooks were a big thing, as I segue real quick. Real quick, I'm sure they're a big thing at all high schools, and they were a big thing at my high school. All right, like the, the teachers, I think hated it because yearbooks would finally be given out, and the students would bring them to class, and they wouldn't even be paying attention. I mean, it's, it's the end of the school year; exams are coming up. Teachers are trying to friggin' teach some final stuff, and the students are just too preoccupied with their yearbooks. One teacher that I had, an art teacher, even took everybody's yearbooks away because they weren't focusing on their artwork. And then she she gave them back at the end of the class. And what did she do? She signed all their yearbooks. <laughs> Miss Kippers. <laughs> Great move. I love it. Uh, anyway. Jessie is excited to see her final grade as it's her dream to be valedictorian. And Lisa tells Jessie that she's got it in the bag. Then a group of three nerds arrive, including Sylvester. Uh, the dude who's like, eh, 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 that one, and another one. And they remind the ladies that the drama club's presentation, or the dance club, the dance class presentation of Swan Pond is coming up. And uh, they need to be ready. I don't know why they called it Swan Pond and not Swan Lake. I'm sure there would there would I mean Swan Lake is so old and classic. I'm sure it must be royalty free, but they called it Swan Pond for some reason. Anyway, it's coming up, and Jesse, Lisa, and Kelly are performing in it, and the nerds want to make sure that they're ready. Zach then leaves as he has an appointment with Belding, and then we go to that appointment with Belding. Come in. Yes, who? Well, hello, Zach. The reason I... I know, sir, I know. We've spent so many hours here together, and now it's finally time to say goodbye. Zach, I really... Please, please, let's be men. Just shake hands and walk away. (laughs) Not that easy, Zach. You're not graduating. What? What? But you remember that theater arts course you took your sophomore year? Yeah, yeah, I I took it so I could sit next to Jeannie Palmer, but when she transferred to Valley, I I dropped the course. (laughs) Sorry to tell you this, but that left you one credit short of graduating. Not graduating? Come on, Mr. Belly, you've got to do something. Well, there's nothing I can do. Look, you can't make up that credit now because all the classes are over. You're just going to have to go to summer school. Summer school? Those two words don't go together. Ah, uh, yes, high school credits. I, I don't know if it's still the same here in Canada land, but in my day, you needed 30 high school credits to graduate. I think 10, maybe 15 of them. I think 10. I think 10 of them were mandatory. Like, you needed you needed five English credits, I think two math, then one science, one history, one geography, one French, and one gym, and then the remaining credits were compulsory is what they called it. 
you could just take whatever you wanted other than you know outside of the mandatory ones. So yeah, I stayed an extra year in high school. So I graduated, went to my graduation ceremony, and then went to high school for another year after that. When I finished high school, I had I had uh, thirty six credits. Yamey, that's right. Anyway, we then go to seriously. We then go to Bayside, where Zach Screech and Slater in the halls, and they're bummed about Zach's news. Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse show up and greet the guys, and then they are filled in on Zach's predicament. They tell Zach that it won't feel right without him graduating, or graduating with them, and that it's too bad that Zach's not in their dance class, as the big final exam is yet to take place, which is the Swan Pond. The girls head off to dance class, and Zach says that he will simply find a way into the performance of Swan Pond, and he'll get the final credit he needs to graduate. And we then go to Belding's office where Zach puts his plan in motion. Hello, sir. I've decided to get ready for summer school. Maybe you can help me pick a course. I admire your attitude, Zach. I'd be happy to give you my expert advice. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> my, who could that be? Got me. Come in. Oh, ah. Uh... <laughs> Big Pete. Uh... What happened to you? Well, I, I pulled a muscle during rehearsal. You'll have to find someone to take my place in Swan Pond. No, oh, it hurts. Go, Mom. Oh. I'm sorry, Pete. Oh, oh, yeah. You go take care of that leg. This is bad news. Big Pete had a starring role. What a shame. Everybody worked so hard. That's a problem. What are you going to do? <laughs> okay, the big dork fell for it. <laughs> Good nerd. Here's a letterman's jacket we promise you, and thanks again for dropping out of the show, Big Pete. Oh, no problem. I got extra credit from my uh, Spanish cooking class. <laughs> Where am I going to find someone to fill in for Big Pete? Mm-hmm. Tough one, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can get back to that one little bitty credit, I need to graduate. I'm... Zach, wait. Wait, I'm getting a crazy idea here. Do you, by any chance, have any dancing experience? What? Man. What? What? All right, who what? told you? It was Slater, wasn't it? I'm going to kill him. Oh, slow down. Slater didn't tell me anything. What are you talking about? Can I trust you, Mr. B? If you can't trust your principal, who can you trust? <laughs> Good point. Mr. Belding, I've been taking dance lessons for 10 years. Now, I've just kept it a secret for, well, you know, image reasons. Aha. Uh -huh. Listen, would you be willing to put your image aside for the good of your school? Whoa. You don't mean me dancing in front of everybody? Zach, if you take Pete's place in Swan Pond, I will guarantee you that one credit you need to graduate. Oh, sir, you drive a hard bargain. What do you say? Well, I guess you've got me, sir. Terrific! I am going to rehearsal and tell Mr. Lazar I have found him a dancer. Yeah! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you gotta love Big Pete with his big smiles as he, as he heads off yonder. He was also in that episode, uh, a few episodes back, where they did the big uh, square dance, which was the final dance. And and Pete get kept getting handed off to Kelly, much to Zach's dismay. And every time Pete 
got to step in and grab Kelly. He freaking had the big smile on his face as he danced away with her. Big Pete was awesome. <laughs> anyway, then got a commercial after which uh, we're in the school auditorium where dance classes. I guess they're having rehearsals or they're getting ready for rehearsals or they just finished them. Anyway, a group of nerds ask Jesse to sign their yearbooks as school valedictorian. And Jesse signs the books but tells them that she's not valedictorian yet as they haven't announced the result. Then one of the nerds, Sylvester, the big tall blonde nerd, sneezes and says that it gets chilly in the fancy swan pond underwear. The dance teacher then arrives and informs the class that Big Pete of Big Pete's injury and he introduces Zack as the replacement. The teachers then ask Zack to show the class a, a grand a grand jeté move and Zack obviously doesn't know what it is as he performs a god-awful jumping twirl and falls over himself. We then go to Belding's office where Lisa has arrived to show off a medallion that she's made for Jesse as the school's valedictorian. What do you think? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's the Bayside V. I made it for the valedictorian to wear. Oh. I just had Jessie try it on for size. Looks great on her. Uh, Lisa, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, another student beat Jessie out. Someone you know very well. <laughs> Who? Mr. Belding, you wanted to see me? <laughs> yes, Screech. <laughs> I wanted to let you know... Could you take those glasses off? Oh, sorry, Mr. B. I just came from the science lab. These are my new cable-ready satellite eyeglasses. Just, just... <laughs> Screech, I am proud to announce that you are this year's senior class valedictorian. Me? Valedictorian? Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, Screech. It was a close race, but when all the grades were in, you beat Jesse by a tenth of a point. Wow, I... It was between me and Jesse? Yeah, congratulations. I'm sorry, Mr. Building, but I can't accept the honor. Well, why not? Why not? Because, well, because I cheated in biology. I had a frog up my sleeve and he gave me all the answers. Screech, <laughs> I really don't want to get a frog. Look, just... I don't want the dumb honor, all right? Find yourself another valedictorian. Goodbye. What? I, I don't know. Now, what's going on? Lisa, if I become valedictorian, that means Jessie won't. She'd be crushed. Screech, it's nice that you're thinking of Jessie, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime honor. You earned it. Look, Jessie's a perfect person to speak on graduation day, not me. I'm just a geek with a squeaky voice. <laughs> well, what makes you think Jessie's going to accept being valedictorian knowing you really won? That's why you've got to promise not to tell anyone. Promise, Lisa. Okay, I promise. Once again, you cannot have a Saved by the Bell without Dustin Diamond as Screech. You cannot have that. You cannot have a Saved by the Bell without the Screech character, period. All right? I have not seen any of this, what they call reboot. But obviously, Dustin Diamond's not in it. I'm sure the reboot is terrible. <laughs> but you just can't. Screech... Screech is as much saved by the bell as Zach Morris is, as everybody is. So you can't have it without him. <sighs> and when he turned down the valedictorian award, I got a little choked up when I watched it for this review. <sighs> and to add to the um, to add to the, the the awesomeness, the little secret pact that he made with Lisa, 
I tell you, this storyline was the main event of this episode for me, and it's only going to get better. So after Screech takes off, Lisa is joined by Kelly, Jesse, and Zack. And they're all excited about Swan Pond performance coming up until Belding and the dance teacher arrive. And they inform the group that the play has been called off, canceled, due to the nerds catching the flu. Hence the Sylvester nerd sneezing earlier. And the group are upset. But Belding tells Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse that they will still get credit based on the year's work and thus they'll graduate. Zach then asks Belding, what about him? Meaning Zach. And Belding tells Zach that, uh, well, no play equals no credit and no credit equals no graduation. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Belding apologizes to Zach and then tells Jesse some good news and tells her that she is the school valedictorian. Jesse gets excited and she runs off to call her mom as Belding and Lisa also leave, but not before giving each other a little look. As they know, you know what's really going on regarding the valedictorian. Kelly stays behind with Zach and tells him that uh, she wishes there was a way to still put on the show with Zach in it so Zach can get the credit. And Zach smiles and says that there might be a way. And he heads off. And he goes and he talks to Belding and he asks Belding and the dancing teacher that if he found a replacement or replacements for the nerds, can the play still happen? And Belding and the teacher says... Sure, the show must go on. So they agree, and we go to commercial break, after which it's time for the performance of Swan Pond. Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse, uh, I guess they're playing swans. Zach, uh, he's playing a really awful dancer as he's falling all over himself and all over the place. He then brings in Slater, who is uh, nervous at first, but then goes into, into dance and does his... I'm A.C. Slater, and I'm a legit good dancer thing, because he is a legit, obviously you can tell, Mario Lopez has dance training. Screech then enters, and he looks like he's dressed as a rooster or something. They all dance more, and the show ends, and the audience applauds. And we then go to later that night as the group celebrates. When Screech came out as a ballerina, I almost died. You almost died. You didn't have to dance around the stage with a dozen eggs in your pantyhose. Mr. Lazar said this is the first ballet he's ever presented that the audience didn't walk out on. Right. Okay. We all got A's. All right. Yeah. Great. We've got to do this again sometime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. There isn't going to be another sometime. I mean, this is our last night together Bayside. Hey, that's right. Tomorrow we graduate. I'm gonna miss these holes. <laughs> hey, what is wrong with you guys? We're finally getting out of high school, remember? You mean you won't miss Bayside? Oh. <laughs> won't you miss us? Hey, come on. Lisa, you and Jesse will be in New York. I'll pop down from Yale. We can meet every weekend, huh? I won't be there. I'll be a cow without a pal. <laughs> hey, I'll see you all tomorrow, all right? I mean, when we break out of this joint. This was a really somber moment as it was signaling the end of the series and I was wondering if the actors had difficulty keeping their emotions in check or in checking <sighs> I wonder man like I wonder when this episode was filmed versus the Tory episodes because my guess is that 
the Tory episodes were all filmed together. Like, I don't think they filmed, like, for example, one week they filmed Tory episode, a Tory episode, and the following week, an OG episode. I think they filmed all the Tory episodes, you know, bang, 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 bang. I wonder if they filmed them after this episode or, or, or before. But, uh, yeah, it was very somber. Anyway, Kelly is shocked that Zach isn't sad about leaving Bayside. And Slater says that he, meaning Slater, is going to miss the school as it's the longest time he's spent at a school. He sits down on a step and tells Jesse that she'll always be his mama. And Jesse tells Slater that he'll always be, she'll, or he'll always be her papa. As it looked like Elizabeth Berkeley was uh, struggling to hold her emotions back as... Yeah, very somber here. Screech then gets upset. And we see another awesome moment with him and Lisa, followed by Lisa putting the cherry on top. Goodbye, locker. <laughs> Goodbye, school. <laughs> Goodbye, Lisa. Hi, <laughs> Screech. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so sad. I don't know what I am. That's too tough to figure out now. Let's go, Screech. Lisa, I thought you didn't like him. Why did you kiss him? I'm going to miss him. He's a real decent guy. Lisa, he once got dressed and then took a shower. He may be decent, but he's still a dorky guy. Yeah, well, if it wasn't for that dorky guy, you wouldn't be valedictorian. What do you mean? Forget it. I promise not to tell. No, Lisa, I have to know. How did he make me a valedictorian? All right. Screech's average was higher than yours, but he told Mr. Belding to let you be valedictorian because it meant so much to you. This might be a much better world if it had more little dorky guys, don't you think? Yes, so little Miss Jessie, treat everyone with respect, Spano, shows that she's like most people out there today. She's a damn fraud. Preaching all this, yay, respect, blah, 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 is a lie. I don't, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't buy any of it when I see it today. I don't buy any of it. All right? Everybody's an asshole, the end. <laughs> Just saying. But this moment, the moment of Lisa sticking up for Screech was the best. I loved it. And the little, uh, the goodbye between Screech and Lisa. My main event, I tell you, man. The one thing I will say, that I will say about the writing. I've, I've complained on and off about the writing. The lack of con- continuity in this the, this series. But I think they wrote the Screech and Lisa relationship perfectly. Because this this was awesome. I loved it. We then go to the graduation ceremony. You seniors have given me more memories than any others in all my years at Bayside. And now I would like to present the winner of Bayside's highest honor. This year's valedictorian, Jessica Spano. Mr. Belding? Distinguished faculty, fellow students. We have learned many important lessons here at Bayside. But I learned two more lessons last night that I will carry with me forever. Humility and generosity. 
I learned another student had better grades, but begged Mr. Belding to make me valedictorian because it's been my dream. Well, that student deserves to stand here today. So now let's hear from our real valedictorian, Screech Powers. I would own. No, no, it's okay. Okay. Uh, you'll have to excuse me. I'm kind of nervous. But my knees are knocking so hard I almost answered them. <laughs> Look, I'm nothing special. I did what I did because it felt good. But no one's made me feel as good as my best friend, Zach. I've learned so much because of him. Maybe because I did all his homework. <laughs> but I love him. Come up, Zach, you're, you're better with words than I am. You know, it's funny. Uh, I thought the last day of high school would be the happiest day of my life. Until I realized what I'd be leaving. My friends. So that's what Bayside means to me. Not just girlfriends, though I'll miss all mm, 86 of you. <laughs> no. I'm talking about those people who are always there when you need them. Like when your parents ground you for borrowing the car and not bringing all of it home. <laughs> or a girl you die to go out with tells you to drop dead. <laughs> or better yet, when you're a credit short of graduating, and your friends stand up for you, no matter how ridiculous you make them look. You know, I'm lucky. I have the greatest friends. You know, I may even let Screech do my homework in college. <laughs> First of all, once again, either Elizabeth Berkley is a really good actress or she was legit fighting back tears about the show ending because this entire time, like not only during the speech, but when she's sitting beside Belding as, as uh, Screech gives his speech and then Zach gives his speech, like Elizabeth Berkley just looked like her eyes were swelling. So, yeah. But she's also a great actress. I'm, I'm going to say both. Secondly, Screech's speech, awesome. And again, there is no say by the bell without uh, Dustin Diamond as Screech. Zach's speech was good, but for me, as I said, this episode was all about Screech and Lisa. And we then twirly wiped to the diplomas being handed out. Lisa Turtle. Looking sharp. Thank you. Jessica Spano. I'm very proud of you, Jesse. Thank you, Mr. Bell. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. Oh, Kelly, here. Thank you. <laughs> Samuel Screech Powers. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Oh. Hey, C. Slater. Way to go, champ. Hey! hey. <laughs> Pretty good, Mr. <Mr>. B. 
finally, Zach Morris. You know, son, you've got something very special inside of you. I hope I'm around to see it when you let it all out. I actually graduated high school. Yes. Thank you, guys. Again, I have a feeling Elizabeth Berkeley, aka Jesse's emotions were real. And Kelly's too. The little sniffle she gave sounded legit and full of snot, so maybe they're just they're but they're also great actresses, but I wouldn't be surprised. If their emotions were real, especially with uh, Jesse's uh, Berkeley, and finally the big hug between Zach and Belding, just a great end to the series. Of course, there were a lot of writing continuity problems throughout, but it's still a legendary series with characters that a lot of us, including myself, grew up with, loved, hated, had crushes on, and laughed at. I watched Say by the Bell. I remember it was on when I did night shifts. By the way, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> when I was working night shifts for years, and then I would get home at about uh, 7 in the morning, and the first thing I would do was turn on TBS because they were showing, they would always show one hour of Saved by the Bell rerun. So even as, as early as, well, I guess, uh, 15-ish years ago, I was still watching this show in syndication on uh, TBS. So long live Saved by the Bell, long live Bayside, rest in peace Dustin Diamond, this show is nothing without Screech. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening over the past almost one year, 41 weeks. That's a 10 weeks shy, so 10 months I guess. <sighs> that's been Bayside Buddy, check out CerealAndGrapeJuice.com for more. Uh, if you want to go back to the beginning of Bayside Buddy, it's all there. If you're an old school Degrassi fan, Degrassi Buddy's there. If you want to be an old school Degrassi fan, Degrassi Buddy's there. Covering all of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High, including the School's Out movie. Plus more podcasts. Plus the return of Nairby Radio, which I'll be returning, which will be coming back July 1st. Which is me talking about random stuff, news, politics, pop culture, all that stuff. It's a popcat, popcast. It's a podcast I used to do some years ago. Which was a uh, you know a good number of people liked it a lot and uh, it's coming back. <sighs> so yeah, and also near be do on Twitch. So thank everyone for listening, and we now close out Bayside Buddy, the final episode, in the only way that Bayside Buddy can be closed out. Take care and be well. Goodbye, locker. <laughs> Goodbye, school. <laughs> Goodbye, Lisa. Goodbye, Screech. <laughs>